There's a lot of talk about quietly quitting going around. But what does it mean? Is it for everyone? If you've been feeling off since you've had a concussion, or just aren't sure if you're ready to take the next step with full employment, this podcast just might be for you. Watch now as we explore together what quiet quitting is and if you have post-concussion syndrome, should you quietly quit your job? I'm David Pearson and you're watching In The Pursuit. Let's get started. Welcome to Ender Pursuit. I am David Pearson, and I thank you for showing your support by listening to or watching this podcast. This is something that I have been pushing for for the past couple of years, and I have been, in a way, growing and exploring, and I am thankful for every opportunity that I have to come and broadcast to be in front of you. One of my dreams that I've had for a long time was to actually get into the radio and television broadcasting business. I had never stepped foot in that area because in college, I had also discovered advertising and that caught my eye and I was going off with that. And that's where I went with my career. Now, it doesn't mean that I didn't secretly ever want to go and explore this. I did. So, Thank you for listening for this quick moment on me sharing what my past was like, my my dream, because doing this podcast is doing that vision. I would like to actually give a special shout out to Spotify. Spotify is making this podcast possible for me to actually broadcast this on a wide variety of podcast streaming platforms. I also like to give a shout out to YouTube. YouTube does make the technology possible for me to go live. And I go live with these podcasts on YouTube. And now I'm doing Twitch. There's one more platform I am eyeing. And when I get on that platform, I will go ahead and make that announcement when I am there. But once again, thank you, Spotify, for making it possible. You can listen to my podcast on, on Spotify or on almost any uh, major podcast platform that is available out there. Look for In the Pursuit with David Pearson. Spotify has also made this possible. And it's not I'm not uploading directly to Spotify, but they did make this podcast possible through their anchor.fm website. Their technology right there opens up the podcast market. And if you really want to follow me and show some support right there, anchor.fm is where you want to go. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe this video. Get the word out. If we get this message out right there, or if we get my content out there, I'll be able to grow and it will be able to oh, give me the encouragement I need to keep this thing going. And it's something that I definitely want to keep on going there. You may also go ahead and find us or find my content at indepursuit.com. 
into pursuit is where i am posting all my latest uh content there are some updates that i am going to be updating here every once in a while well not every once in a while but um uh, there's some additional changes i'm going to be making on there with some further clarities and direction as to where i am going with this podcast but to go backtrack with some nice history here with the podcast whether listening through anchor.fm or watching on youtube go to innerpursuit.com and if you would like to send any donations out my way and to help keep this podcast growing i mean i was able to bring a guest on earlier in the summer and it was fantastic and she's going to be coming on back here um her organization has also hooked me up with these glasses and these glasses are Neuralens. now back in june when i did this podcast we talked more about that and i'd like to thank Neuralens for giving me this opportunity to put these to the test here not only been able to interview Kristen, but be able to even put these glasses to the test and be able to do a follow-up on what my experiences is. And let me tell you, it is making a difference. It It's taken a sweet time, but I am feeling quite the difference here. Back, back to focus. If you want to do any financial donations to help keep this podcast going and to help me be able to keep on pursuing this dream and be able to grow it and bring more special guests on, please go to Venmo and look for or send donations to In The Pursuit. Now, you're going to be seeing the name Creative Jolt above that. Creative Jolt is actually my advertising agency, my own business. And that's where I go ahead and I serve customers on an advertising platform. And so it's not just advertising, but it's transitioning over into a multimedia business. And that's where this podcast comes involved with that right there. So if you see Creative Jolt, it's there because it has to be there as the official business name. Um, but you can find me through in the pursuit on Venmo. Now quiet quitting. Where do we go from here? What is, what is quiet quitting? Quiet quitting is a phenomenon on social media. And especially if you go on TikTok or when I was on TikTok earlier, it was almost every other video that I was watching that addressed quiet quitting, where there's people for quiet quitting or people against quiet quitting. Do you know what quiet quitting is? You know what? After I looked into this a little bit more and listened to people, I know exactly what it is. And we're going to be listening to some of the experts out there. I did bring some video in um, from TikTok and seeing how TikTok is the uh, platform of experts i decided to go ahead and turn to them especially we're going to be hearing from a couple of people from shark tank such as mr wonderful and barbara uh they both gave their input on here and it was actually mr wonderful uh kevin o'leary who sparked who pressed that button with me and fired me up on this and before i go any further I want you to hear the first video that I listened to that introduced me to quiet quitting or quietly quitting. Quiet quitting is a really bad idea. If you're a quiet quitter, you're a loser. Did you get that? Oh, 
My goodness, let me uh, let me sincerely apologize to you. You know, I've been doing some testing on this and I did not even realize what was going on here just now. I've been doing some testing on this and I've been doing some preparation. I finally got my technology in order. I got a new computer over the summer, but with that, I had a lot of software requirement updates that needed to take place in order for me to come back and go full-blown live with you again on uh, on YouTube. And the reason why is that I've been dealing with a lot of bugs. I got everything all set up and smushed with that. Please accept my sincere apologies, and I'm going to be switching up my screens because I don't think you uh, heard a single thing that came on through. So let's try that again here. I'm going to be sharing my screen, and now I'm going to switch out the layout there. Show Spotify. All right, let's switch it up. Here's what sparked quietly quitting with me. Quiet quitting is a really bad idea. If you're a quiet quitter, you're a loser. <laughs> now, why would that push my buttons? Um, you see, it, it should only push buttons if it... Typically, someone something like this there, where if it's pushing your buttons then you notice you're part of the problem that you are actually living that me though i have my own business i work for myself and i work every day for several hours um non-stop even on weekends and listening to that it's not that i am void of what happens in the work environment i know what the work environment is like i used to work for corporations, multi-billion dollar enterprises, multi-million dollar enterprises, um, even down to the small mom and pop shops. So my experience is across the board when it comes to marketing and advertising. And so, and I have given these businesses every single bit ounce of energy that I have had. Um, I even worked late into the night for these guys. And now I'm working tonight for myself and for my family. So, quiet quitting. What is it? I'm going to explain this here real quick. Um, it's where people, just the way I described it, they dedicate more than the required time of their job description. They work through lunch. They work after work. They work at home. They work over the weekends. They put a whole bunch of elbow grease inside um, inside the company that they're working for. And they do it betting on recognition, getting a raise, and getting promotions. All to better their life and better their families. But these people, they didn't call quiet quitting or quietly quitting. They just stopped putting in overtime because they found value in spending time with their families, especially when the C-19 pandemic hit the world. People were learning what it was like working from home and working for an employer. 
in being with their families. They found value in that, more value in that than the years that they have lost working for the big man or working for someone else, making them money, making them profit and watching their coworkers pass them up or watching new hires come on in, filling in the very jobs that you or that these people have been working very hard for. Now, that's one side of quiet quitting. The second side of quiet quitting is the popular phenomenon of the Gen Y and Gen Z era. These young adults, these youth, or these uh, young kids who are just getting out of high school, they're doing that right from the get-go. It's like, well, you know what? It's a popular thing to do. I'm not going to put in all the dedicated time. And you know, they just might have the right mindset on that. They work the required hours that they're supposed to work. When they're on their breaks, they take their breaks. When they are off the clock, they're off the clock. And they don't do anything else with that business. Which is probably smart. Now, there are many business leaders, and I have even been raised to think this way. You put in the time, you put in the effort, you get your reward. But I, ultimately, I do fall on the side of working all the hard hours and never being appreciated in the workforce. It is a difficult thing. And I shouldn't say never really being appreciated. I was never shown appreciation through raises or promotions. There was only one company that I was a part of that has ever promoted me. But I've never one business that I worked for and I worked for them for a few years and it was actually one of my favorite jobs. My coworkers were telling me that I'm getting these $1, $2 raises. Like, great. I walk on in with the boss and he says, 25 cents raise. Tw 25 cents. Man, little cheapskates right there. But this isn't me complaining. I'm working for myself now. I'm helping you understand perspective of what quiet quitting is we're i'm getting to a point on this it is for the people who have health conditions whether if it is through injury or through aging mostly post-concussion syndrome or con concussion which is which has been brought on by an injury how does quiet quitting relate to that before i go ahead and explore more i am going to give Mr. O'Leary or Mr. Wonderful an opportunity to explain himself further than just calling you or people who are quietly quitting a loser. Let's see what else he has to say. If you're a quiet quitter, you're a loser. You're un-American. This is the dumbest idea I've ever heard in launching a career. It's against what we do in business. We try and build teams that work together to achieve something. I'll be straight up with you. TikTok is not doing this guy justice. <laughs> he obviously is creating content on some other platform, and they took a clip of that content where he went further and explained further more as to what that is but i will tell you what yes you can still build a team environment 
especially when you quietly quit. You can still have that team environment, still dedicate your time to the employer and work with your team. But then yet once when the hour is done, once in the once in you clock out, you're done, move on. Spend time with your family. Spend time for yourself. All right. Let's take a look at another uh, member of Shark Tank, Barbara. Um, I cannot pronounce her last name, so please forgive me on this, but you will know who I'm talking about. Wonderful, wonderful woman. And I'll tell you what, Kevin, when it comes to business, I listen to him. When it comes to finances, I listen to him. Um, he does have some good ideas. I both agree and disagree with him. I take him serious as a business owner. But sometimes, especially with this quietly quitting thing, I think he's out of touch with a common man. I think he lost it. Anyways, let's look at another wealthy individual who is already up there, and she addresses this. Let's talk about quiet quitting because I have a different spin on it. I believe that people quiet quit when they're not motivated, they feel overworked, and they feel undervalued. And that's the boss's fault. Any good boss knows that you win people's hearts and loyalty when you show them appreciation and have their interests at heart. That's when they give you 150%. When that happens, you never have anything to sleep with the guests. Ever. Forget that. Thank you, Barbara. Just a little balancing act right there from uh, brute force to something more realistic. And yes, managers and the boss can play a detrimental role as to how the employee performs. Let's look at one more thing. Uh, I've already explained to you what uh, quietly quitting is, but let's listen to someone else who, ex who can explain it better than me. And this comes from, I believe the source is Brute. This is also through TikTok, but she does a, um, at Brute America on TikTok. Um, this young woman ex explains it pretty well, and especially what is happening with the Gen Z and Gen Y era. More and more Gen Z and millennial employees are quiet quitting their jobs. So what is quiet quitting and what factors have led to this workplace behavior? Brute can explain in less than 60 seconds. Quiet quitting is essentially employee disengagement, where workers stop going above and beyond what's asked, stop completing tasks and projects without compensation, and stop overly participating in workplace hustle culture. The trend has been triggered by widespread employee burnout, the great resignation, and new workplace policies following the COVID-19 pandemic. And while some may believe the term quiet quitting has a negative connotation, many experts disagree. Employees who engage in quiet quitting often view their own personal identity as separate from their job and make their own workplace behaviors and efforts reflect that. A quiet quitter is more likely to have workplace boundaries and say no to extra work without compensation. The hashtag quiet quitting, where both employees and employers share their experiences, has almost 20 million views on TikTok. Beautifully put, beautifully said. Now, Let's explore that a little bit here. Boundaries. I think that that is better put because quiet quitting has a negative connotation behind that phrase alone. 
especially when using the power of words. Words have power. And so if you want things to come off the right way, you need to give it the appropriate terminology. Quiet quitting is more of a negative trigger word, but it means something more positive with what, um, what was just being explained here. But it does come on down to setting boundaries. Now let's explore the brain a little bit. Let's look at those with a concussion or suffer from post-concussion syndrome. As you guys know, as my audience knows, excuse me, I have post-concussion syndrome. And post-concussion syndrome is not an easy thing to deal with. It takes time, effort, energy, exercises, studying, and consistency in keeping these things going without quitting into maintaining and managing these things. Concussions and post-concussion syndrome is traumatic brain injury. It is an injury that is never picked up by a CAT scan and it is never picked up by an MRI. A functional MRI can pick up signs and symptoms of of a concussion, but regular MRI cannot. So why is quietly quitting good for someone who has post-concussion syndrome or concussion? Should someone set boundaries up with an employer? If you are getting back into the workforce or you want to get back into the workforce after taking some time to recover and getting the appropriate therapies to retrain your brain appropriately and to get it turned back on, what do you do? And I will say you do set those boundaries. You do quietly quit. But look at it in a positive perspective. When you look at that in a positive perspective, you are when you forgive me, I had just looked at the chat and there's just a bunch of um, inappropriate things that just came up in the chat. Please don't do that. You guys, come on. I just blocked that person. Don't waste my time or throw me off, but I'm going to do my best right here to stay focused when it happens. Stress is a reigniter. If you feel like you are managing your concussion symptoms or your post-concussion syndrome very well, re-entering the workforce is going to increase your stress levels and stress will increase your symptoms of a brain injury because your brain requires rest. And at, at times, I, I've been dealing with these symptoms for four and a half years now. Hence why it's the syndrome basis and it's officially diagnosed by uh, medical professionals. If you do not set clear boundaries for yourself, you are going to re-injure yourself by stress alone. It happens. It will continue to happen. This is why it is important for you to learn important exercises that helps decrease stress. And it's important for you to manage your life in a way where you do not increase stress up to a level to where it's going to 
throw you bonkers, going to throw your thought process off, going to keep you from communicating with your employer or with your coworkers appropriately. So when you stress, your blood pressure increases, that blood pressure, and blood pressure is good for the brain, but there is negative blood pressure for the brain. You put too much pressure on that brain right there, things are going to pop, things are going to be reignited. It's just as simple as that. I've also lived right there. Science even backs that on up. So quietly quitting, yes, it is good for people with post-concussion syndromes and concussions. Set clear boundaries for yourself. Do not work overtime. Work the hours that you can. And if you are just re-entering into the workforce, maybe if you're like me, I could not work an entire day. I went there and I started working two hours, slowly progressed to four hours, then six hours, then eight hours. And that right there just it 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 happens um if you cannot manage your brain very well you cannot function for the business take your breaks and when you take your breaks not only go outside to take a breather but take a moment to even close your eyes and then breathe run some breathing exercises think about nothing enjoy fresh air um, to the best of your extent when you clock out of work don't think about work anymore. Let it be done. And in some cases, that might be easier said than done. But if you are committed to recovering and to healing from this, which you can, then you do need to set those boundaries and stop worrying about these things. Have no shame in it. But also, please be open to your employer. I know it's also a fine line right there. It's like, hey, I'm going through these things right there. If if your employer knows that you have this concussion already or that you suffer from these symptoms because of an injury while you're at work or happened during the time and process of being at work, your employer is going to know because you are going to have time off anyways from to have some recouping on that. But work with them. My employer worked with me. He allowed me to be able to slowly integrate and it took several months to slowly integrate back into and steady work. I was still learning how to take care of myself at the time, but as I slowly reintroduced myself, the more I was able to do because I was still giving myself time to heal and recover. If anyone walked on up to me and they tried to stress me on out, I was able to put my hand up, stop, stop them to say, hey, please slow down there. Work with me. Usually if I explain to people the situation right there, they will work with me and there's times where people were not so willing to do that and I just had to walk away. Sometimes you just need to do that. I think I said everything that I need to say concerning this. The ultimate conclusion is yes, you need to set boundaries in the workforce while you heal and recover from brain injuries. Now, I have an announcement to make. A couple videos back, I did say that I am dedicating myself to be a post-concussion coach, but I will tell you what, I am not as creative in coming up with new content. I am not a doctor when it comes to the brain, but I do share my life experiences and I am trying to stay in touch with what other people are saying. But I am going to expand and explore other things in my podcasts. When I first started doing this, I actually did it on my personal Facebook profile. 
and I called it one a day. I just went online. I did one a day video. I did one a day videos. Every day was a different topic. One day was on health. One day was on business. One day I even shared my experience on what paid search advertising and how Google worked. I even gave some insights on that. And I even explored politics on that. So I was thinking back and it just may not be a bad idea if I were to change up the topics and really push the podcast on in their pursuit. We want positive outlooks and positive perspectives. We are living in troubled times. If you turn on the TV, you cannot get away from the negativity that exists out there. You cannot get away from the so-called news professionals out there telling you how to feel every day and even them just expressing their emotions and using some of those keyword magics. Some of the keyword magics will trigger you and make you feel a certain way. So we need things to even combat that too. I can't promise I'm going to be 100% positive all the time. I'm going to do the very best I can and I'm going to be exploring different things. I'm going to be sharing some more of my expertise in the business side of things, in the advertising side of things, in the paid search arena in Google, and also what my perspective is in modern politics. And I'm going to do it in such a way, well, I guess I can't do it in such a way that would offend someone. Um, people get offended either way. But I hope to not lose you and I hope to still have you on this journey. Just as a friendly reminder here, if you do like the content that I have, if you do like the growth, if you have been witnessing any of this, please show your support. Um, if you want to make any financial donations, you can go ahead and send some money to at intopursuit.com. You have the business name up there. Uh, it says Creative Jolt. That is my advertising agency that I own. And that's where I service my clients through right there. But if you want more content like this, or if you want me to continue to grow in other areas of the podcasting right there, this is the way to go. And once again, please follow me at anchor.fm slash in the pursuit. You could be able to listen to my podcasting right there, or even listen or watch my podcast on Spotify. We're also on YouTube. So like, share, and subscribe if you're watching there live there now. Thank you very much for joining me on this program. And I will see you again tomorrow.